Chapter 2 On TV they were showing a man running onto a football pitch during a game. His jeans were low around his hips, showing the top of his underpants. Francine Dutta had lowered the sound when her husband called, but could still tell that the commentator was shocked. Even without any volume, she knew exactly what he was saying. She was curled up on the sofa with the phone hugged to her ear. She rubbed her left foot, which always hurt after a long day. They called me back. They want me in Qatar on Sunday, her husband said. He sounded upbeat. It was mid-afternoon in New York, evening in Amsterdam. The pitch invader had come close to the central defender. His face was turned away from the camera, and only the short stubble on the back of his head was clearly visible. He lifted his arm to hit the player. Great, Francine said. Her husband didn't sound as if he was a continent away. He seemed deceptively close, as if he was calling from the house next door instead, or maybe just from the Amsterdam Marina the Ajax Stadium, which was being shown on TV. From their house, she could see the floodlights in the evening and faintly hear the roars when the home team scored. No sound today. The footage was months old. Francine took the remote control from the arm of the sofa and turned the volume up. The Qataris are concerned about what's happening in Bahrain, her husband said. The defender, in the yellow away strip, turned round, saw the man coming, and floored him with a swipe of his leg. They want to make sure everybody knows about their attempts at political reform, he said. The man was trying to get up, but the football player landed a few kicks in his midriff. Francine, are you even listening to me? Francine's eyes stayed fixed on the TV. Of course I am. Qatar on Sunday. You're not listening. You're watching TV. I can hear it in the background. His voice was raised. Darling, if I wasn't listening, how could I repeat what you said? You're watching TV. He was silent for a few seconds. I can hear what it is. You're watching that again. Have you recorded it? Do you have it on a permanent loop? It's the news. It's on the news. The hooligan was hauled from the ground by the stewards, dragged off with his hands behind his back. They were supposed to have stopped him coming onto the pitch, but had been too cowardly to do anything to get in his way. Now that he was down, they were there in force, supporting each other, a gang of them against one man. Francine turned the TV off. Stop watching it, her husband said. Francine put the remote control back on the table. It's gone. She knew that if she hadn't switched it off, she would have kept staring at it, unable to draw her eyes away from the screen. It was easy for Christian. He was far away, not in the front room. He would have watched it too if he'd been sitting on the sofa next to her. It was finished, wasn't it? The footage. It had finished anyway. Darling, I'm listening to you. Tell me more about Qatar. I'm sorry if I'm not as interesting as the TV. It's not the TV, it's... That particular clip, I know. Anyway, I'll be home in time for the trial. We're not going. As she said the words, her eyes hurt. They'd been to all the previous ones but no longer. She didn't want to go, and Sam definitely didn't want them there. We're not, Christiane said. Her dark blue work shoes lay on their sides in front of the sofa. The leather of the left was stretched out of shape by her bunion. Her misshapen foot had worked on the shoe until that was equally warped. She picked it up, turned it over. The edge of the heel had been walked off. She placed it back under the table. She'd get it fixed tomorrow.
Are you sure? he said. We can talk about it when I get home. I don't want to go anymore, Francine said. How many men had she seen come through the court, all so similar to her brother, all with that feeling of intense boredom, that nothing was ever exciting enough, that normality was dull, that fitting in was for losers. A job was for those who conformed, not for them. They wanted the excitement of drinking, fighting, setting up times to meet with the other groups, before the games. Does Sam know? Sam. Sam D, they called him in the press, not being allowed to use his full name. Her husband kept telling her she should go under his name and drop the surname that had gained notoriety. If Francine hadn't seen so many of the others, she might have thought it was her parents' fault, or maybe her fault, that she'd mothered her little brother too much, that having two mothers had made her brother rebel. But she had seen the other parents, and apart from the few who were always used as stereotypes, most were decent...